All right. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Cover Four with the guys. I'm Marquise. I got Nick with me, Will, and I got Terrence. How you doing today, Nick? Doing good, man. Appreciate you having me on here. Appreciate y'all boys being on here with me. Uh, hope y'all are having a good day, man. I'm ready to go. Okay. What about you, Terrence? What up, Scott? Listen, man. Ready to catch all the smoke on this podcast. You know, ready to Give y'all some valuable information, some good insight uh, into, uh, you know, what we think and pick everybody's brains and just have fun. A lot of arguments. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, what you got? How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I appreciate it being here. And uh, I'm, I'm ready for some heated debates, man. I'm ready for it. All right. Bet. So right now I'm going to just get into it. Who y'all think was the uh, – or actually, who's somebody on your current team? Who's your favorite team? Who you won't tolerate sound like they're for? Like, my favorite team is obviously the Ravens. There's no Lamar slander or Lamar Jackson slander on this podcast at all. I'm not hearing it. Don't say nothing about it. None. It's not acceptable. <laughs> Nick, who you got? The jersey says it all. We're not going to talk about the Jet Julio Jones. So, number one wide receiver in the league. I know he's been hurt over the last couple of years. His only question is durability. But when Julio's at 10, at 110%, there's no receiver in the league that can that can touch him. To be honest, route running, deep threat, strong, big. We've seen what he could do. Um, so, yeah, I will not tolerate any Julio Jones slander. Because who you got? Y'all know I'm rocking with the Patriots. Um, who I'm not tolerating no slander over is tough because, you know, everybody done evaporated on us. But uh, <laughs> Cam, man, he, he going he gonna to turn back the clock 2015 this year. Uh, last year, you know, he, he had a weapons – to, you know, even throw to last year. So this year they definitely beefed up the offense form with the two tight ends, went out and got two receivers. Uh, let's see what Bill did with the draft. And, man, like I say, Cam, he's going to turn him at the clock. And, you know, he rocking on rolling. <laughs> All right, well, what you got? What you got? You already know my team is Washington. Um, you know, Formerly the Redskins. I don't know what they're gonna call themselves. They <laughs> putting they keep putting these stupid polls up and then they give people like 50 choices. So like, like, I don't know. People keep saying, oh, let's call them the Red Wolves. And I'm like, please don't do that. <laughs> just don't. Just just don't. So you ain't tolerating no slander over the name. You ain't even got a player. It's the name. I mean, we we got some solid players. We don't have a franchise player. We don't have somebody. I mean, you could say Chase Young is probably. I'm about to say Chase Young, right? Oh, he's 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 there, but he he's still he's still fresh. He, don't mean, be don't he, be he disrespecting my work. man, uh, Scary Terry, bro. I think Scary Terry oh, yeah. is an oh, yeah. animal. Oh yeah. And uh, uh, we got who else? We got Samuel. He he can catch every now and then. Yeah, we'll we'll get into but the football, the football when, team debate. That's yeah. See, that's the thing. When you think <laughs> football team, as of right now. You think Chase Young, and some people might think Ryan Fitzpatrick, who he has something in him that could help us, but I'm not, I'm not too positive on it. I'm like, hey, we're gonna see, we're gonna see. I'm gonna let you know right now, the football team don't make me think of Ryan Fitzpatrick. No Fitz magic. It some does people, not. <laughs> some people, because you know it's fresh. Not yet at least they follow Fitzpatrick and like, oh, he's going to the football team. Okay, cool. All right. I guess I buy that. I buy that. Not yet, you know. He he ain't showed up yet, you know. He he ain't put in no time. 
So we're gonna have to see because I mean at, at some point you get when people think Ryan Fitzpatrick, they're like, oh man, that man, he puts in work. And then the other half is like, it's Patrick. <laughs> I got I got you. All right. We we're gonna chill on the, the football team slander. So uh I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask Terrence this. Who you think was the second defense last year in the NFL? That's tough. Um the second. Second, second. That's a tough question. Really tough. I don't know who I'm rocking with for the second defense, honestly. All I'm right, Will, Will, you got somebody for the second? For the second defense? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, w- I would put, well, no, nah, Washington, they were they were like top five, maybe. But as for the second, honestly, I got to say it was either uh, the Rams did put up some solid defense last year. See, it's tough. Then. I, I, I well nah, because Bills they they had a killer offense. That's what they had. But the Rams they had a surprisingly good defense. So you going you going Rams at two? I I go with Rams with two. All right, they, I'm going to chop them off and show y'all what Pro Football Focus had to say about it. So Pro Football Focus has the Rams at one. They got the Steelers at two. Pittsburgh, yeah. And then so, hey, I was going with the Rams at one, honestly. So I yeah. I, I was I was going with Rams I was had going with the Steelers at one. Correct me they, if I'm wrong, Marquise. But the level. Rams had the number one pass defense and second best pass uh, uh, pass rush in defense. I yeah, think I, Pittsburgh. I think you're has, right. I'll probably go back yeah. to it, but I think you're right on that. So yeah. they had the Steelers second. Your football team is third, so don't don't be discouraged. They top five. They third. Yeah, I know they was top five, but there, there was still some other teams that, that that worked with what they had going on, like. See, I put them in the top five, but I can't place them at three, four, or five, personally. Okay, okay. So we got. I mean, them. I can put them in one of those, but some other teams they 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 put up some some blocks and some some brick walls right. for the other teams. So. All right. So I, ref- I I personally had Steelers at first, but their their offense just couldn't cut it. No, not at all. Their offense could cut it for them, but the Saints are four, Tampa's five. Honestly, Tampa, I feel like the smartest thing they did was. Todd Bowles stopped blitzing after like week five, I think it was, when Tyreek Hill just torched them. They were like, mm-hmm. I think Todd Bowles was like, okay, our corners are not this elite for us to just yeah. stand the front their seven. Corners, their DBs are not elite, but that pass rush that they get. I think I think their DBs are good. I don't think they're bad. It's just they're not good enough for you to blitz as heavy as he wants to blitz. But yep. like, they get that that blanket from the D line though. That pass rush that they're getting makes them look better because quarterback don't have that much time and they don't have to cover that long. So that helps. All right, I, I got a question for y'all. All right. So I was What's thinking up? about this earlier. So in the Super Bowl, we saw what pass rush can do, right? So the biggest question in the NFL defensively typically is what do you do with Kansas City, right? Because their their own worst enemy is two things, their defense and can you rattle Pat Mahomes. So in this in the Super Bowl. The Bucks' biggest weapon was the pass rush. They were able to get after them, you know, Shaq Barrett, Levante David, uh, all that all that pressure they were able to apply to them. Do you think that going forward in the NFL, it might not be so secondary heavy if you can really apply a pass rush like a Pittsburgh, like the Rams do, like the uh, even like the Washington football team with Chase Young. They're younger, but these teams that are at the top, one thing they all have in common is 
that they all have a crazy pass rush. Do we think going forward, rather than trying to match up with DBs, it'll be getting just straight to the quarterback, top to bottom? Uh, I'm going to go. I don't think so because I think you still need a corner. Like, you still need yeah. that guy. So I think your pass rush is heavy, but it showed in the Super Bowl, right? Kansas City didn't have any of their starting linemen, right? Yeah, I think that's maybe the big one. one too, right? You know, yeah. so if they had their starting linemen and Tyreek Hill catches Could the have ball, been a different game. Yeah. That, you know, they still get smashed in my eyes. They still lose, but it could be way different outcome if he gets some protection. Yeah. And I think San Francisco sure. showed having a dominant pass rush is elite. Like with Nick Bosa and they had Richard Sherman at that elite corner on yeah. to help. It shows like, hey, like we can do this and get to him. But I think it comes down to your secondary can't be it can't be bad because yeah. secondary, they got a free safety that's good. They got a strong safety that's good. They got Vert in the he's the slot. He's on the other side of uh Sherman. So like they have good corners. You can't just go out there and not have good corners, I feel like. Because somebody like Stephon Diggs, someone like Odell Beckham will torch on a – or Mike Thomas on a quick route that their quarterback can just pop it to him, he's going to destroy you. They're going to destroy those DBs. For sure. Yeah, I, I definitely don't think that, like you said, um, during the Super Bowl, they, they didn't have all their O-line. And it, I mean, it really showed, you know, you still need – those guys on the back end. Look yeah, at the yeah. first game. Have Tyreek Hill killed the Bucks. Yeah. So, you know, I guess you need at least one guy that's going to be. I can follow your number one receiver around all game, and you know we're going to go. You know, we might be 50, 50 Yeah. Yeah. No, the point I'm making isn't obviously you need DBs, but like we said with the Bucks, and obviously they were looked way better because of how bad the yeah, uh, sure. the O line for the uh, the Chiefs was decimated by COVID injuries, all that. Um, but what I mean, I guess, is like, so look at the Rams. So they're a defense that has all to, all pro talent at every level, right? They got Aaron Donald yeah, for sure. at rushing the pass. Um, in the playoffs, though, they almost got eliminated. I mean, like their defense got completely neutralized by just being able to triple team Aaron Donald on every play. The fact that they didn't have an elite edge rush. He couldn't just bull rush straight through. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it allowed uh, teams to expose them on the edge because all you got to do is at the end of the day, throw away from Jalen Ramsey, keep Aaron Donald contained in that middle. If you can put your guard center, both guards and center on him, you can almost neutralize that defense. Now, obviously it takes an elite offense like the Saints, like the mm -hmm. Packers um, and what have you. But I think that what the Bucks were able to do, again, yeah, Kansas City had a, a depleted offensive line, but might have created at least a blueprint for what you might want to look at for uh, Kansas City. Oh, that I think the like you said, the blueprint that is definitely a blueprint. You saw, yeah. I don't care what anybody says, I've seen Mahomes play bad in two Super Bowls, and I think he's great. But I've seen this man play like if that was Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield that played like that. Yeah, it would not be oh he got a Super Bowl. It'd be like oh he barely got the Super Bowl. Like yeah, they wouldn't be praised yeah, sure. as much. So yeah. I just feel like it does that. It does play a role because like you said, Jalen Ramsey he'll shut down a whole side of the field. Out of yeah. those top five, only the Rams and I'd say the Saints have like they uh, the Rams have Jalen Ramsey and then the Saints have Marshawn Lattimore. So those yeah. are only two in the top five that have corners that are like all right I'm gonna lock up your top guy or I'm yeah. gonna he's not gonna go for at least hundred yards you know. Yeah. So we got them, and then I'm yeah. 
switch gears a little bit, we, we can jump back to Kansas City. Where do you think their defense ranked? We know that's a weak point, but where do you think their defense is at? They Somewhere in the mid-20s. The I bottom. think like middle of the pack. About the middle of the pack, honestly. I'd say in the 20s pack. somewhere, right? 21. Somewhere in the teens. That's higher than I thought, to be honest. They're 21, and I feel like they are a lot of pieces away. Granted, yep. their defense shows up in times because they're, you know, they're experienced. They do show up. And they got Chris like, Jones in the middle. I'm about to say, Chris Jones is a good I mean, start for them, right? I think if they could get someone with Chris Jones, it'd be, it'd be interesting. Because they do have a, be a, a, yeah. a soft spot at corner. They had Sneed, mm-hmm. from, the rookie from last year, bald. Probably could yeah. have been in the running for rookie of the year. Not like yeah. he would have won it, but could have been up there with those guys competing for it because he filled that corner spot for them. Great. Yeah. And then we I have mean, honestly, the Honey they, Badger. I mean, the Honey Badger I mean, they, a good – They changed the game. Good, uh, they changed, I mean, they changed the game. They, it goes to show that a great offense, you know, it's always been defense wins championships. Wins championships, yep. I mean, if you can't – score with them i mean you know their defense gets stopped in the, in the right moments and you know andy reed doing stuff like you know in the biggest moments going forward on four from one throwing the ball on a quick out with tyreek hill like yep how, how can you stop it you know how that can no you, that no fear style of play yeah how can you beat that offense i mean you can't match up on everybody that's how the, that's speed too when i was watching the bills i thought that's how they played like they when they when they showed up that offense decimated like defense like it was nothing just cut through them and I, I started thinking i was like damn i would never say this about the bills but they, they might become a threat eventually i mean they're decent but that run game is not good enough yet. see that's, 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 that's what that's, that's what it gets them that's what holds that everything else on more than that like they, they have, have a decent defense that, that makes make stops, stops. They, don't they don't really make stops when they need to they just make stops hey well you cutting in and out kind of boy i don't know what it's... yeah i feel you but they they definitely missing that piece with the running back that's something that they definitely need to improve um that running back position i mean uh, see i don't they put, uh, and you know people somebody like Devin singletary just not getting it done so, I mean, they are running back away, but like how the same way people bring up the issue for Lamar and the Ravens run the ball too much. Mm-hmm. Like what running back would want to go play for a team that isn't going to give them the ball that much. But I feel like it's I different. Mean, it's different because I feel like Buffalo though, is going to give them the make touches. The most out of it. Yeah, I, make I was about to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Buffalo is definitely going to run the ball, especially with a quarterback like Josh uh, Allen, who's underrated athletic right like we've seen he can get downfield and he's not afraid to take a hit he's no Lamar Jackson obviously not Kyler Murray obviously not Russell Wilson but like you could sneak in a couple uh read options and if they could get like one good scat back who can catch out of the backfield it might be the difference for that offense oh all right definitely so we got that uh this is a team I don't really want to say too much about Will you got your mic good <laughs> can y'all hear Will? Can you hear me? Nah, he sounds like the, he's got nah, the, uh, up. the smoker taser, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we can't hear you right now. You're like echoing. I don't know if you're too close or your Wi Fi, but. So. Probably the Wi Fi. Oh, look. There you go. You're back. I don't know you're what back. you did. Just stay there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, uh, this is a team that I feel like is not going to make a threat at all because they are not like a Kansas City in a way. 
and they're not like a Buffalo. It's the Dallas Cowboys who have no defensive impact player at all. Like it is impressive that they don't have an impact player. You pay Jalen Smith all that money and give him, give him the money. I like, I'm all with players. Give them their money. They earn it. But you paid him. Your only threat is Demarcus Lawrence. You yep. have no corners. I mean, you have actually have Trevon Diggs. I like him a lot. He's a good corner, but he's young and he's aggressive. Listen, so he goes for the ball. I'm sick of all these Cowboys fans, you know, just how ignorant they are just to go eight and eight every year. It's a big appointment every year. You know, now they can go eight and nine since it's a 17 game season. Man, <laughs> <laughs> trying the boys. <laughs> But it's the truth. He's not telling any lies. Every Listen, year, it's, we need this. We need one piece away. Give no, back his money. Bro, when is that. it going to happen? When is it it's gonna not happen? even that. It's every year. Oh, we're going to win this year. Championship. We're going to. And you're in the most trash division. No offense, every year. Will. We're going to the Super no Bowl. No offense, Will. But we're going to the Super Bowl every hey, year. Yeah. Fair point, <laughs> though. I'm saying, Fair if you're point, Dallas. That, 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 that division has been trash. And, oh, man, that was... The it's fact always, that the, it's that always been awful. Washington barely got so, out of that. It's terrible. Going to the playoffs with losing records. Is that you know that's what we're doing now? Nah, not at all. But if I was if I was the though. if I was Dallas, I think you have to you're gonna have to trade one of those receivers. You got three of them. If you draft Kyle Pitts, you're crazy. I mean, I think he's amazing, but you need so much help on defense that I don't think you can draft Kyle Pitts. But we'll change it I mean, up. From I'm not sure if people trying to follow behind Kansas City and just get their offense so potent that it don't matter how bad the defense is. They just need a piece or two here and there to make a difference, make a play at a certain time in the game. I mean, I know they picked up um, Keanu Neal from the Falcons. Yeah. I mean, he's a little older now. He's serviceable. He's, he's, he's pretty good. He's I mean, serviceable. He's able to make an impact, you know, on that defense on the back end. Um, but the deal with Keanu Neal is uh, injuries. Diehard Falcons fan, bro. So I saw him at his best at back to back Pro Bowl seasons. Um, but injuries. you know, if he can stay on the field, he's one of the hardest hitting safeties, and yeah. he can cover. But yeah. the problem is, is there's a price to pay when you're always playing that aggressive. And I, I, I say damaged goods, but I honestly like Keanu Neal as a player. Um, yeah. But I, I want to see him do well. But at the end of the day, I don't know if his style of play. I don't know if you all remember Bob Sanders back with the Colts oh, back in the on, day. Man. They're, they're <laughs> like similar That's players. a legend, bro. Always <laughs> hurt though, right? Like Bob Sanders had crazy seasons, but being that high energy and hitting all that time and you're not mm-hmm. that big, I mean, it plays a toll, especially with these tight ends nowadays, like Gronk, Kittle, mm-hmm. Kelsey. Like these dudes can put a pounding back on you. So at the end of the day, these, these slot options are a lot bigger and you, you got to uh, get a little bit more durability if you're going to play that style of play. All right, true, true, true. All right, so let's change it up a little bit. You know, we just had free agency. Free agency was wild. Everybody, you know, the Bucks brought everybody back. I don't think I've seen that ever, really. Like, the whole team came back. So yeah. they did that. Um, we had some other moves. But I want to go over winners and losers, like, from a team aspect. So I'll start it off. I think the Browns are big winners. Like, I think the pressure is going to be on Baker. But I think he's going to do fine. I think I don't think he's going to do bad. I think he's going to do fine. But the pressure is on them because they added Clowney on the edge to help. I don't care what anybody says. Clowney didn't live up to the hype of those big hits we saw in Carolina. But Clowney is more than good enough to put on your roster to put at the edge. And he knows but exactly I mean, where to be. If you look at it, 
they got that two-headed monster in the backfield coming out of their O-line, that pound game. Like, I mean, number, number one O-line in the action. league. Like, you know, they got the great play action, obviously, because of that run game. So it's like Baker is set up for success. All the weapons he has, from the tight end to the receivers to the running backs, O-line solid. There's no reason for you not to be successful. Like, if he don't have a good year this year, like if they don't make some noise this year, I mean – his time, you know, it's running short. Okay. So, no, yeah. They did add uh, John Johnson, the second from uh, the Rams. I think it's a big pickup for them. Really, they added everything on defense that they needed to. Uh, he's going to give them a big impact playing on the back end, helping. I mean, we don't have any big play receivers in that division that they would have to really worry about. Steelers throw the ball crazy. So, they're going to, you know, neutralize that. They added Troy Hill at corner, and they re- they brought back Higgins, Rashard Higgins, which I think is a, yeah. a big deal because him and Baker have a lot of chemistry. If I had to yeah. say a loser, oh, it's definitely the Titans or the uh, Bears. The Bears because they swung and missed. You know, they couldn't land Andy Watson. Dalton. They, Andy they somehow Dalton. That's get Andy Dalton. They couldn't <laughs> land Watson. They couldn't land Russell Wilson. So now I think the you Bears are, are going to have a problem where – you're going to get to the uh-huh. point where you're going to have to trade all those defensive players and hit the detonate button on the rebuild. You're going to have to move Mac. You're going to have to move Akil Hicks. You're going to have to move uh, Eddie Jackson. Like you're going to have to move all these guys to rebuild your team. Cause that's the yep. only value you can dish out. Yep. I mean, I definitely agree with the winner being the Browns, but I'm also sneak in the bucks. I mean, bringing back everybody's championship roster. You have to, you know, respect that. Um, I'm also sneaky in my team. I mean, think about the narrative. Nobody wants to go to New England and play New England. You know, brought in the top two tight ends, two solid pieces at receiver, hella pieces, you know, on the defensive end. So, I mean, you know, that whole narrative, oh, nobody wants to come here. Nobody wants to play, you know, without Tom Brady. You know, that whole narrative is out the window now. Um, also, with the losers, number one on my list is the Raiders. I mean, what in the hell are they doing? <laughs> Them boys are what screwed. are they doing? They're screwed. They don't have the blueprint to anything. Nothing. Trading Nothing away everybody and, like, for what? Like, what are you doing? I'm just not sure what they got going on over there, what Gruden got going on. This man got paid $100 million to come and, you know, go to Vegas and just – That man stole a check. That oh, he's, stole a check. he got away with highway robbery. I ain't seen that yeah. since Jamarcus Russell. Bro, that man won a Super Bowl with Tony Dungy's team and then said, I'm going to cash out. Now, listen, I I know we're speaking about football, but think about this for a second. You got Steve Kerr that come in after Mark Jackson and take over what he created in Golden State. Mark Jackson should have a job somewhere. There's no reason why he doesn't. Honestly, yeah. Oh, like, I, I'm, I'm behind. Kerr, he, he didn't do nothing. That team, it took years for them to develop that chemistry. That was a well-oiled machine. He 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 got keys to a Lambo and he just exactly. started driving off the lot. Yeah, I think he's a smart Man. dude, and Kurt deserves credit. But I think Mark oh, Jackson definitely does. deserves more because then Kurt yeah. won that one year, and then he got Durant. So it's just overpowering. Yeah, Mark Mark Jackson took that team to the next level, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. But uh, if I was so going on. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, actually, I don't really like the comparison, if I'm being honest. Like, I get from the face value, right? But Steve Kerr can actually coach. Oh, 100%. I can't say Gruden can't coach. 
But at the end of the day, I think he's a good quarterback guru, and he's doing as best as he can with Derek Carr. Because let's be honest, Derek Carr is middle of the road at best, but he can be highlighted to – he can be, you know, covered as though he's one of the top-tier guys. And if you get him the right pieces, maybe. But at the end of the day, Gruden's not doing much with defense. We thought he knew he knew defense because of, again, the cover two in Tampa, which was Monty Kiffin and Tony Dungy. It had nothing to do with Gruden. Um and then also being able to play the Raiders in that Super Bowl, the team he literally got traded from. First time we ever seen a coach get traded. <laughs> uh, step in and be able to win that Super Bowl. One playoff appearance besides that in his entire tenure, tenure in Tampa, he does that quarterback camp in ESPN all those years, which was great. And then steps into the Raiders with a $100 million can- uh, a contract. Bro, honestly, I applaud that man because if you're able to get that bag for your family, damn. I mean, I need to I need to see his book and know how I mean, I you're able to do that. I wouldn't turn it down to this, but I don't blame him. Who you got? Who you got for the winners and losers here, Nick? I mean, we already said it. Uh, the obvious winner is Tampa. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? You know, if you're able to bring everybody back, um, not to do another basketball analogy, but Brady's turning into LeBron, right? Everyone wants to play with him. He's able to get Bron- Gronk out of retirement. Uh, on defense, they bring back Shaq Barrett, Levante David. Uh, on offense, you get Chris Godwin with a uh, franchise tag. You know, you bring everybody back. So you don't need to necessarily sign. And the only thing that you needed to do um, was bring in more of a, uh, you know, Brady loves the play action pass. You bring in Giovanni Bernard. So you bring in even more of a rushing threat to be able to extend that play action. I mean, at the end of the day, that's an easy pick, right? Yeah. Um, for my loser, I actually have Seattle. Reason being is 21st ranked uh, offensive line in the NFL. Um, at this Listen. point, we've already started to hear the chirps of Russell Wilson wanting to get out of Seattle. So your number one priority should be let's keep Russell Wilson happy. And in the NFL nowadays, you see just as important as defense wins championships, O-lines are going to keep your uh, quarterback happy. He's got the weapons, but if you can't protect him, and he, I know he can make – crazy plays he's only 32 but at a certain point his legs are going to start going out uh it seems like they're taking more care of pete carroll who is 70 something years old he's going to be out the door take care of your asset russell wilson at this point and didn't really add much your your biggest thing was re-signing your center who is one of the worst starting centers in the nfl and if that's your biggest acquisition is keeping that guy i mean at the end of the day, I, I really don't think they did enough for Russell Wilson. Hopefully they get it back in the yeah, draft. For sure. They definitely have it. Their defense was on pace to be the worst in history. And, yeah. and Russ has been sacked the most in the past, what, decade? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> they did They did add Gabe Jackson. I think he was from the Raiders. They, I'm yeah. pretty sure they traded for him. So they got him, but they didn't add enough talent, like you said. Russ does take some sacks because he tries to invade, but that's another topic for another day. Like yeah. you said, the pressure, if AFC, we're all on it. It's on for the Browns. We all got that collective agreement that pressure's on the Browns next year. NFC, mm-hmm. I'm going uh, Seattle. Pressure's on Seattle. Who you guys got? So, I mean, I definitely agree with, like, what you said. I mean, it, it piggybacks off my free agency. Hopefully they can uh, – yeah. hopefully they can get it back with uh, the draft and everything. But in the NFC um, – this is going to be a weird pick, but I actually was going to go with Dallas. So we talked about how every year it's like you said, Terrence, the fans are hype. Mm-hmm. The team's hype. Media's hype. When are y'all going to cash in on that check that you're actually a good team? I don't want to hear it anymore. Dak's got the pressure off, off his back. He's getting the contract that he wants to get. 
you like you said, uh, Keith, they got the receivers. You got one of the best running backs in the NFL when healthy. The O-line is always there. Defense isn't necessarily where you want it to be, but I keep hearing about Leighton Van Der Esch being one of the best linebackers in the NFL. Y'all got to cash in at some point. So I want to see when that when that's gonna uh, that check's gonna get cashed in. Yeah, I mean you can go with them as well. Um, NFC right now definitely a wild card. I mean I, I can definitely agree with Seattle, and I can also agree with your pick as well, Nick. I'm gonna throw Arizona out there. That's a and- good one. It might be a little wild card, but at the end of the day, you got to think of the the things that they've been through the past couple of years. Back-to-back number one picks going on quarterbacks. You know, really rooting on, obviously, you got traded Josh Rosen away, keep Kyler Murray, and, I mean, he's dynamic. I mean, you know, he's, he's dynamic. Now you, you you go out and get DeAndre Hopkins. Stole him from the Texans. <laughs> we, we, ain't go there. we ain't gonna go there with the Texans, man. It's... Thank God Bill O'Brien well, is out of football. Yeah, thank God Bill O'Brien. He he long gone, but you know, um, now you you lose Patrick Peterson, you bring in JJ Watt. I mean, you know, it, it's a lot of a lot of things going on in Arizona. I feel like you know, I feel like the pressure's on Arizona, honestly. Like you they, said, I think the pressure is on Arizona in a way, but I feel like they do have time because Kyler's still young. They are missing a tight end. They did get the center, Rodney Houston, from uh, the Raiders. They got him. So that's they, the help there. They let Kenyon Drake go, unfortunately. But they're a tight end. Maybe they got A.J. Green. A.J. Green. They got him from the Bengals. I think yeah. A.J. Green is healthy. That's dynamic. You still need a tight end. James Conner, too. If, if your Connor. second option is A.J. Green, you're oh, doing it's, great. You're, you're doing great. You're doing I, don't great. Care, I don't care what nobody says. I feel like he did last year he was banged up a little bit, but he didn't play because – he, he just, wanted to continue his career. He wants yeah. to play for somebody not else a bad to move. be able to compete. Yeah, not a bad move at all. I mean, you got DeAndre Hopkins and you got A.J. Green. Like, now you got um, – what his name is running the slot? Um, I can't think of his name right now. Larry Fitzgerald? Not Larry. The uh, – Kurt. Kurt. Christian Kurt. Kurt. Yeah, Christian Kurt. Yep. Christian Kurt. So, I mean, hopefully – I mean, he got to definitely become a, a bigger playmaker this year. I mean – Having AJ Green and DeAndre Hopkins should take a lot more pressure off of you. So definitely, definitely, we got. Some, he's probably going. Uh, he's probably going to have a big year, honestly. Yeah, for sure. We got some breaking news here. Actually, it's not football related, but we'll had to go because his mom was in surgery. She actually, the surgery was a success. She made it out of surgery. Now she'll be released as early as Friday. So you know, let's go. Little, will he was a little choppy with the audio? Maybe you know a little scary internet or something. But <laughs> his mom made it out of surgery, so that's a big deal for us. You know, we're happy for him. He's part of the team. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And then we got uh we got the other Nick who's not here right now. He's working. You know, grind doesn't stop, but he'll be here probably next week. So we're gonna change gears again, and we're gonna go to which free agent move didn't make sense to you. I'm gonna start it off. I don't think Hunter Henry going to the Patriots. I know because you're a Patriots fan, you love him. It didn't make. I'm any gonna tell you why it makes sense, sense. though. Hold on, before you even what? go, there, it didn't even. <laughs> yes, let's go. It don't, it don't. It don't make no damn sense because this man, he said this. Nobody else said this. From a money standpoint, it made sense because probably nobody else was gonna pay him that cash. That makes sense. <laughs> go get your bag, young fellow. But okay, this okay. man said he wanted to play with a good quarterback. I love Cam. If you said you quoted, I want to play with a good quarterback. You mean to tell me you let Justin Herbert, a rising star, to go play with Cam? Think about this. Right. You you left so, there to go play with Cam, and you could have went. Uh, okay. You could have played in Seattle. You could play okay. with 
elite people that don't have tight ends. And you, Cam? I mean, Seattle already has a tight end. Greg Olson, he retired. They got um, they got the younger dude. Yes, they do. But yeah, I can't you could he could have went to Seattle. The Vikes need another tight end because Kyle Rudolph went to the Giants. They got Irvin Smith Jr., but he you know he's still a rookie. So you could have went there. Could have went to Cincy. Like there's so many. You want to know why? Could have went to the Cardinals. This is why it makes sense. Belichick has ties to this man from way back, right? Now let's let's also look at the success the Patriots have had with two tight end sets. Boom, that's what I was going to say, Terrence. You now hit also, it right there. Let's look at this piece as well. You you just said that Greg Olson retired, right? I think so, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, why did Greg Olson have so much success? With, with Cam in that offense. There you go. It, that's why the move makes sense. I, I actually agree with you, Terrence. It's not that I... It is a weird signing, but I agree with what Bill Belichick has been able to do with tight ends. I mean, you go all the way back to Ben Watson with their first uh Super Bowl run what has Ben Watson been since he left uh the Patriots he's been an average tight end at best um obviously I'll 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 concede Gronk because Gronk was going to succeed anywhere but he was able to turn Mike Vrabel into a tight end at certain points I mean so clearly the Patriots scheme where I don't feel like necessarily the I didn't even think about the cam thing with Greg Olson but necessarily the quarterback situation he could have had a much better quarterback at this point in Cam's career um, but Belichick with the schemes and the fact that he loves tight ends so much, I actually think it's a pretty good fit. I think, honestly, I think Cam is going to have a hell of a year this year, especially um, adding all the pieces on the offensive side and being able to go back to these two tight end sets. Both yeah. of these guys are playmakers. John Smith, after the catch, is an absolute monster. You know, and then adding in Josh McDaniels as a play caller, you know, I feel like this year, offensive-wise, it's going to be a complete 360 from what it was last year. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, because who you got that the move did make sense to you in the league and uh, NFL free agent? The move that didn't make sense was honestly, I don't see why somebody like Cincinnati would let go of Giovanni Bernard. Um, I don't see why the Chargers would let go of Hunter Henry. Um, which which one just didn't make sense to you at all? Are you going to Javon Bernard? The Hunter Henry move didn't make sense to me. Okay. That he could have had in LA, although he came to my team. It doesn't make sense why he left. I think they just I think it was a decision because he can't stay on the field as much. He gets a little banged up. I think they had the debate of all right, we're gonna pay him this big money, knowing all right, well, mm-hmm. Justin Herbert, just one rookie of the year, he's gonna probably keep striding. At some point, we're gonna have to pay yeah. him. You know, mm-hmm. they just paid Joey Bosa. Keenan Allen's paid. You're going to have the debate because it's going to happen. Derwin James is, is is rehabbing right now. If my yeah. man stays healthy, I don't care what anybody says. Even him being injured the last two seasons, I sound ridiculous saying it, but he's the best safety if he's not injured. Sounds crazy because he hasn't played two years. <laughs> but they're going to have the debate of, oh, are, are we going to let Derwin go? Or are we going to keep Derwin? Because, you know, they're, they suffer from that their defense just isn't healthy. It's not that they don't have a good defense. They have a, a solid defense and probably in that division, the best defense. And they just can't stay yeah. healthy. So I think, uh, like you said, that another one for sense. me that don't make sense either is 
I don't know why the hell Kenny Galladay go to the damn Giants, bro. Oh, don't even go there. I'm, you know, I'm missing a receiver in Baltimore. So, uh, Nick, who you got? All right, we ain't even going. We skipping. They're not five. even a, a <laughs> contender. Why the hell are you going to New York, bro? We skipping that one. Nick, who you got? Unless that's All your right. guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, mine was, this is the one I was referencing earlier. And I hate to say this because I actually love him as a player. Uh, Patrick Peterson in Minnesota. So, yeah. All right. So, now I need you to listen. So, Fun fact. So Patrick Peterson, right? Eight-time Pro Bowler. At one point, one of the best, if not the best cornerbacks in the league, right? Oh, father time. They caught him. So father time. And then two, in 2019, had to sit out six games for performance-enhancing drugs, okay? So missed six Mm -hmm. games to that. Since he's been off the juice, one of the worst single-coverage corners in the league, allowing 100% 100 passer rating in the last two seasons each. Uh So when the Minnesota Vikings lost uh, Anthony Harris to the Eagles, you know, you're looking really more so for a safety. This is one of those smoke and mirror signs where you tell your casual fans like, yeah, we were able to beef up the secondary. We got Patrick Peterson. You're still going to have that gaping hole with the free safety position. You sign, you overpay, even though it's only for a year, you overpay a uh, kind of washed up uh, cornerback who has not been the same since he's been off the juice. I really think that Minnesota is going to be hurt with that because uh, they've always had a, a stout defense. They're not going to be able to withstand a lot of the positions and having to go up against Devontae Adams twice a year now. I mean, that's going to be rough for Minnesota I mean, for the coming year. Maybe he needed to change the scenery, you know. And and I hope so because I like Patrick Peterson. Maybe that's yeah, too. But when I look at the last two seasons, I mean, imagine him in Father Time up against Devontae Adams, one of the most diciest route runners. I mean. That could be an ugly night yeah. twice a year I mean, for him. But who can guard him, though? <laughs> I mean, you're right. Terrence, you're 100% right. It's maybe one or two that could line up against uh, Devontae Adams. Maybe, right? I'm not I'm and, not going to lie to you. I watched this man, Patrick Peterson. I love him. I used to use this man on Madden faithfully. Like <laughs> He was on my team, Prime Man. I watched DK Metcalf rip him apart. Okay. And DK can't even. DK drops DK. the ball a lot. Drops the yeah, ball. He and can't he's even a big. Really run he's a big. He's a big player. Like he's gonna make big plays, but he does. You know, he does drop the ball at times. I just gotta and give he a quick shout out. This man apart. If y'all drink beer, Scofflaw Brewing Company out in Atlanta, Georgia. Boom. We're just gonna. That's been. That's been my fuel for the evening. I don't know if he's gonna actually do that, but yeah, we'll totally do that. <laughs> <laughs> my, my bad. My I don't bad. know. I don't know. I'm doing the whole might, podcast in one move. They might get up and try to kill us or something. I don't know, but uh, we're gonna keep it pushing. <laughs> Who's the biggest uh, free agent impact that you think will have on the team that they're on? Uh, preferably someone that is a new addition. I'm gonna start it off. I'm gonna go someone that he didn't play much last year, so I feel like he's a new addition and all his history. I think I got two people. I got Jameis. You guys are going to say, oh, like, why Jameis? Jameis, nah. his eyesight is kind of shaky. He, he got surgery again this year. Jameis had the chance to learn under Drew Brees this year. He said he can see now. Or last year. Yeah, exactly. He got the chance to learn over Drew Brees. He said he could see now. Sean Payton's a great coach. The team, the, they're great. They're on The line's great. He has Alvin Kamara. He has Mike Thomas. The defense is great. He, I mean, he lost to Emmanuel Sanders. He went to the Bills. But the team is still solidified because Alvin Kamara comes out the backfield and makes plays. Now, I'm forgetting Taysom Hill. So now you have a double-bladed sword of like, oh, okay, now we have him and him. How are we going to – like, you can't deal with them. And he gives you the big playability. I'm still telling you, like, to this day that the Saints should have played James Winston in the playoffs. 
instead of Drew Brees. You shouldn't have played Drew. I don't I don't care how Drew wasn't was. playing good at all. He, he wasn't definitely. healthy. You couldn't get the advantage of Mike Thomas going over the top, and he wasn't healthy, but you couldn't even use him and utilize him and say, All right, we're gonna take Mike Thomas and go over the top with him. You couldn't because it wasn't there was even that ability. So then yeah. the other place and I got I got Will Fuller. This is the, might be a surprise. He's gonna miss a game because of uh, a violation next year. Next year, first game he's gonna miss. But the Dolphins have Devontae Parker, who is underrated. I think he's amazing. He's a number two receiver on a team like the Ravens. He'd easily be a number one because we don't have one of those. But he, Will Fuller, is gonna benefit because <laughs> he's gonna be able to take the top off the defense for them. Hey, listen, they might get somebody like Jamar Chase in the draft too. So. I don't think for them that they necessarily need Jamar Chase because they have Devontae Parker and you have you'll have Will Fuller for a year. But since you're only gonna have Will Fuller for a year, you could get Jamar Chase that way you have someone for a longer contract. Price too. Exactly. If Will Fuller leaves, exactly. you got it. You're locked in. So it makes sense. I get it. Uh who you got who, who you got, Nick? So mine actually we're sticking with the Dolphins, uh Jacoby Brissett. So um, so my pick, the reason for that is Look, I want to to succeed. I'm a big – I want to see people succeed. So when we have a lot of these episodes, it's going to sound like I'm bashing a player. I'm really not. Durability is huge in the NFL, especially at the quarterback position and someone who's – it's one thing to be battling uh, injuries your NFL career. I mean, this dude's been battling injuries since college, and he's got all the arm talent. I mean, for being as small as he is, he's got a, a crazy strong arm. He can make all the throws. But someone like Brissett – if he gets the opportunity, think about this. Third string in New England, Tom was out uh, due to Deflategate, right? Second stringer gets hurt. Jacoby Brissett sits in, goes four and one, has a has a good tenure with the uh, Patriots. Gets traded to Indianapolis, has a winning record. A lot of people don't know this. He has a winning record in Indianapolis and is able to uh, step in. Unfortunately for him and his career, they end up signing uh, – uh, Philip Rivers, and they want to give him his swan song, see what he can do for one year. In uh, the year before that, uh, Jacoby Brissett actually went 18 touchdowns and only six interceptions and 15 starts. I think he's a, a solid quarterback that has never really been given his chance. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see uh, – I don't want to see Tua fail, but if it happens where the Dolphins decide this isn't the right move, they traded out of that third position, gave it to San Francisco. They're clearly trying to buy in on Tua. If it doesn't play out, I think they have a great backup plan in Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, and the fun fact about Jacoby, too, is, um, you know, he represents himself and negotiates his own contracts and everything. Yeah, so he's a, he's a great quarterback. He's much bigger, yeah. too, you know, what, like 6'5", 235, something like that. Big arm, can make all the yeah. throws. With players like Devontae Parker, who are deep threats, people like Will Fuller, who are deep threats, you want to have that big arm. I, I suffer. I'm a Falcons fan. You all hear this all the time. I can't stand – Noodle arm Matt Ryan having deep threats and you can't get the ball downfield. So I mean, having someone like that, that is big. MVP, boy. All right, cuz who you who you got? So who I'm going with uh was a, a recent signing just because he's getting added to a, a pretty potent team. I'm gonna go with Judavian Clowney. So he hasn't lived up to the hype of being that top pick, and he hasn't had the you know success in his career yet, but Joining that defense, you know, alongside of Miles Garrett, I mean, I think he's going to have a breakout season. Like he he hasn't had he hasn't had the success yet, but I think is is overdue for him to to have that success this year. 
All right, I got a weird point. Do you think it's a, a prove it or lose it year for him? Because you got to look at it. He had J.J. Watt his whole early career, and he didn't. Yeah, he did. JJ, and he had prime J.J. Watt. He didn't have, you know, J.J. Watt, like, oh, I'm, he, he, get, he got injured during the time span, you know, but he had yeah. prime J.J. Watt, and he mm-hmm. didn't produce as much. So do you think it will be like he'll get out of that shell more with Miles and him on the same side or opposite sides? I just think he has a lot to prove. I mean, just think about it. How long this man set out in free agency? Oh, uh, it's disrespectful. You know, demanding a certain amount of money. Nobody's going to pay you that because you haven't proven that you're worth the money. Mm-hmm. So for him, he has to prove it. He's I mean, been. He, he got to prove it. He's, he's been year, year one and done. You've seen him. He played that year with Seattle. He's about to play yeah. Cleveland deals a year. You know, I think it, for a player like him. Yeah, Tennessee was a year. It benefits him because, in a way, it's like, oh, if he does good, his one-year deal is going to be bigger next year, you know. I think on that yeah. Seattle team, he actually did play good. I actually was kind of weirded out that Seattle didn't bring him back because he played good. Mm-hmm. I thought they would be like, oh, no, come back. We want you again. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> they must just, hate Russell Wilson. That's all I'm they, saying. They just, they just bet the the basket on, you know what, we're going to go get Jamal Adams for all these picks. Come on. <laughs> and I don't understand it because, to me, I think Jamal Adams that- is great. But Jamal Adams, if you think about it, this is going to sound weird. He's like a small outside linebacker because they play him in the box. He comes up. Bro, he can cover worth a damn. You know, and I'm at this point where I look at it now. You might as well say, all right, bro, just play outside linebacker opposite of Jordan Brooks, the rookie, and we'll go get another safety. Because at some Literally. point, I don't care what anybody says, like a safety has to be a ball hawk. Like you saw how dynamic Ed Reed was. Or Troy Polamalu, he went in the box a majority of the time and still played the ball well. Now, we were you, blessed. We were blessed our era with with the safeties, right? Yeah, yeah. we were. Ed Reed, Troy Polamalu, like uh, Brian have, Dawkins. We had all the great safeties. You have yeah. these dudes, and like now, it's you look at it. Who do you have? Like Deshaun Elliott for us on the Ravens, big hitter, right? He doesn't really play the ball too well, but huge hitter. He doesn't need to because he has elite corners. Is yep. Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphreys? Like all right, just. Slam everybody that comes yeah, your way. With exactly. Thomas, Camp, Harrison Smith isn't damn animal. We've seen them all. Bro. Underrated. Them all. <laughs> Harrison Smith is underrated in Minnesota. Won't ever get the shine because Minnesota is awful. Same thing with uh, Kendrick. Minnesota. I used to awful. like Brandon Merriweather too. <laughs> exactly. Like it's crazy. We had all these great players, but I think now that you're seeing these safeties, like they're just either playing one way. And I think Derwin James, if we can get back on the field, he's going to show you, like, I'm playing both, yeah, I, both I definitely ways. think Jamal Adams needs to get in the box. At the end of the day, this man blitzes more than he's covering. So, and he yeah. gets he gets there, though. That's the thing. So it's like – Yeah. I'm he not clearly saying, likes hitting. It's yeah, not a I'm question not, I'm on whether saying, or not he likes don't it. put him in the box. But you're at this point where he's getting to the quarterback and he's disrupting plays. You might as well be like, all right, well, we're just going to put you in the box all the time and yeah. we'll go get another safety. And when you look at him from that perspective, then he almost looks like a bonus in coverage because when you think about it from a linebacker perspective, he's, he's much better, better than, than a linebacker yes. guard to tight end. Yes. So it's and like, you okay, have, we have a dual threat now. You're yeah. only going to get no, by. I agree. I, I never, never really thought about it like that. And, but, yeah, if you when you bring it up to it like that, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're going to blitz him that much, just play him how you see him, right? Yeah. I mean, he's a sure tackler. He's dynamic and playmaking as far as – Huge you know, hitter. So in the flats, hit. in the flats, he covers really well. That's the only place you, you think want to say run the slant the with him in the box constantly. Yeah, oh, boy, no, yes. you're not. What? One thing yes. you don't want to do though is put him in man to man coverage because he's getting, yeah, That's and good. he honestly doesn't even do that well in the zone over the middle of the field. I mean, 
I'm not going to say he's not good, but when you talk, when you think about elite safeties in terms of coverage over the middle of the field, he really doesn't cover ground the same way uh, that a lot of yeah. the top guys do. Like a Tyron I, Matthew, you can put Tyron yeah. Matthew almost anywhere on the field uh, in zone coverage, and he's gonna he's gonna make sure that you're you're he's covered. Smaller dude too. Tyron's like five, what nine, five eight. He's a small dude, but he plays big, yeah. right? He is he's smart him. though. Exactly, he's smart. And you, you people forget, bro. He had a whole like life changing event. Like he he talks about when he got arrested and everything, and yeah. all that. He just like he kept going. He stayed with it, and then look at it, he got a Super Bowl, and he's one of the top the top five safety in the league. Easy. Yeah. So all right, guys. Uh, he's definitely an impact player on that. Oh, team. for sure. So that would that would do it for us today. This cover for the guys. Will would have gave us the uh, the advice of the day for you guys, but you know we'll have the stuff with his mom answer the call. You know to kick her business. I'll give it to you guys today. Uh, one big thing I think people forget about is as you're progressing in life, getting older, some people won't be able to come with you, you know, or go with you. You're gonna outgrow people. You're going to outgrow situations like things are going to change. You're going to constantly evolve. Don't feel bad necessarily about outgrowing those people. It's okay. It's hundred percent. It's fine. It happens with life. You can love people from afar. Like you can have all the love in the world for someone that you don't see. It's hundred percent. Okay. And that's it, man. So we're going to have it out. That's it. That's it. Thank you for listening to us. Hopefully you guys tune in for more episodes and we'll get this thing going later. Appreciate you.